Hello everyone and welcome to our second edition of Game Wild. It's been one wild ride as we have already put one week in the books and we are starting week two. Uh, we have been working very diligently on trying to get the podcast out and getting it on uh, all the channels that you can find your podcast like Apple, you know, we're actually on YouTube as well as a vodcast, um, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Google Pods, and, and all that fun stuff. So um, anyone who found us in week one, we really appreciate it, and uh, we appreciate your continued support. And as always, five-star review, uh, any type of high review you can give us on any of the platforms is much appreciated. And my name is Joe, a.k.a. Roughhouse Plays, and we today will be talking about a few things. However, at first, I want to give an introduction to my partner in crime, Justin SJW. How are you doing today? Hey, hey, hey! What is up, my dude? I am doing great. It's Saturday. All is well. Um, I'm actually... I am... I've been excited for like the last two months. Who am I kidding? But (laughs) I am uh, excited for a bunch of news that we're going to get into today. A couple different things. Some news with Legends of Runeterra, which is my my little baby right now, which I love and adore. Uh, I do a lot of YouTube content for it. And then uh, uh, some delays, unfortunately. So we get some good news paired with some bad news. uh, Some delays with a few games that... I know at least two of them everybody is waiting for. And honestly, honestly, all three of them, really. Even the third one I've seen a lot of buzz for. So, uh, unfortunately, we're going to get into that a little bit uh, towards the end here as well, too. Well, that that sounds great. So, why don't we start with our uh, our first set here. And it looks like you had some news about Legends of Terra. So, what's going on with that, man? Yeah. Oh, my dude. Uh, <laughs> all right. Oh, you, you know what's going on with it. And you know how excited I am for this game, right? This, so, at the end of the last podcast, uh, we were, like, right on the cusp of uh, Riot announcing when the game was going to release, so unfortunately we couldn't really mention that, but we it, it was thought that the game was going to release at, after that actual announcement, it didn't happen, but it was pretty close to it. The game will be for accessible for, as an open beta, so this was a surprise, everybody, it was not supposed to be open beta, it was supposed to be another closed beta, closed quote unquote. if you're not watching the YouTube video, I am making the air quotes right now because the closed beta was really just you put an email somewhere, you sign up, you watch somebody stream for like eight hours, and then eventually you just get thrown access in your email. Uh, that's pretty much, that was the methodology behind getting access. So it might as well have been an open beta. You just had to put an ounce of effort in. Uh, but now it's just straight up open. So just make an account on Riot's, uh, you know, uh, uh, platform that they use now which th- that is also new it used to just be a legends or league of legends platform that you'd log in on now it's a uh, it's kind of like the epic games platform which we'll actually talk about in a second as well um or mm-hmm. steam you know when you log into those launchers uh they have their own separate riot launcher now so you're just gonna make an account poof you'll have access on friday next friday Whoa. so six days six How about that guys freaking days all right i mean Joe, Joe, don't, I mean, Joe's not as excited as I am, but (laughs) I I don't know if I'll ever be able to get as excited as you are about things. Um, but I believe if I'm not mistaken though, you had also mentioned that if you had already had access to the beta beta previously, you could actually get access even earlier. Is that true? Yeah. So somebody like me, so I've been, this is why it's so near and dear to my heart is I've been playing this game since the very first uh, beta, the uh, the alpha beta, 
if, if you want to call it that. So, uh, <laughs> But the very first bait I had access to, the second bait I had access to, as long as you had access to the second beta, then you're good to go to actually get access on Thursday at 11 a.m. I'm actually, I'm, I forget if it's 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time or Eastern Standard Time or whatever time zone it's in. 11 a.m. in some time zone, <laughs> you're going to have access on Thursday. Otherwise, if you've never played before, you can get access on Friday. And uh, secondly, there are nerfs that are coming for Legends of Runeterra as well. So on Wednesday, and when I say nerfs, uh, I mean, I really just mean card changes because they're still in beta. Um, they're going to be releasing patch notes on Wednesday on the Legends of Runeterra website and probably, you know, multiple other facets of social media. And that will be all the card changes. So if you have been following Legends of Runeterra, uh, Anivia, as you all know, whoever has played the game, was busted and uh, will be getting nerfed. And there's going to be a whole slew of other card changes, especially because it's beta. You're going to see way more changes than if it were, you know, already live gameplay. So, um... So looking forward to that. Ranked will be live on release as well. And uh, you save everything you do now. So there's going to be no more resets. Once beta starts, there's no more resets. Anything you buy, anything you earn, uh, you will keep. So looking forward Thanks. to playing Rough House uh, once the game finally comes out. Looking forward to streaming it. And uh, yeah, I am. I cannot contain my excitement, as you can clearly see. Yeah, and I think uh, since we've been talking about this since the first podcast, um, even though it was the last one we did um i think we probably will put up a video of our battle our first card battle in the game oh, hell yeah youtube oh, yeah channel uh with us uh commentating our match to see how it goes um you know he is a veteran i am not so much he does a lot more digging into the cards i kind of fly by the seat of my pants i don't really do <laughs> a lot of research into what card types i should be building or how my decks go well so. wait did you play any card games mm -hmm. growing up like magic or anything like that or um we played a little bit but nothing to the extent in the passion that you bring to it so i mean i've always been playing card games mostly on like magic, Video everybody's game played style. Magic. Everybody's I played played magic, magic, but I yeah. was never like hardcore into it. And no. uh, so most of my exposure to card games has always been on a digital level, not actually a physical level. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, funny enough, I do these podcasts now and I'm trying to do Twitch streaming, but I, I was a bit of a recluse when I was younger. I didn't go out and, and search people out or, or build a community, um, yep. magic and those types of games. There's communities and people that you can meet and... I don't know if it was just how I grew up or, you know, any social anxiety I may have had when I was younger. Um, but I think I just didn't get into a lot of the social aspect. And honestly, the reason why I play video games and the reason why I um, am so passionate about them, believe it or not, is because I was kind of a recluse and there weren't a lot of multiplayer games back in the day. You know, when in the late 80s, early mm -hmm. 90s, going into the early 2000s. Uh, multiplayer was when your friends came over and you had that extra controller. That that land party, Halo that land la party, <laughs> or yeah, or, or if you were a PC gamer and you land it, you know what I mean. I mean, I was talking about even further back than Halo, but I still remember. You're dating when yourself I to make, now. You're dating yourself now. I yeah. am, but <laughs> I still remember. When, um, I mean, you look at, if you're on the podcast or watching it on YouTube, you can see my, uh, freaking wallpaper will date my house. So, uh, <laughs> anyways, um, you know, the, the big situation was, I remember being in college 
and we were on a, a bus and my buddy pulled out the network adapter for the PlayStation 2 and he was so <laughs> pumped to play Madden online because it was one of the first games that you could play online with the oh, PlayStation 2 yeah, network adapter. Yeah. And it was just this like big box that you put in box the back and you plug it up it. and you're like, you're like, let's go. We're going to destroy this. Let's rock it. Um, and we were all pumped about it. Um, but oh, the fun fact. Was, Do you remember what yes. the first system was that had uh, like network capabilities? Yeah, Dreamcast. Oh, Sega you nailed Dreamcast. it. Okay, okay. Sega this Dreamcast. Is, this is why yeah. I do podcasts with Roughhouse, everybody. This is yep. why. Sega Dreamcast <laughs> was the first one. I connected it up to the phone line to try try it out. I believe it was <laughs> NFL 2K oh, or yeah. NFL NFL uh, something. It was one of those NFL games. I can't remember. If you guys remember it, please put it in the, put it in the comments. But uh, there was an NFL game that was not a Madden game. Um, made by 2K Sports, I believe. And I think it yeah. was just called like NFL 99 or something like that. Before they got bought and, out, before that whole purchase of 2K and all yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, yep. before Mega Empire started to come together. Yeah. But, yeah, I still remember plugging that in and trying to play a game online. And that was dial-up time. It wasn't really, you know, Ethernet. And, oh, and God. The way it I is can't now. even make those sound effects. Listening to that AOL dial-up every time you yeah. go online. Well, so, you know, per- card games for me, that's... I, that's why I always liked card games because, in my experience, most people that play video games are recluses, like you said, and they're you know less less than social. Uh, let's call it that, right? Yeah. So they like no, to just chill. Even me, like I'm I'm super outgoing now, so I don't know how the hell I ended up how I ended up. But I used to just when I was in high school, I'd just sit in my room, play Halo till three a.m. and then wish I had slept and then wake up at six for school. So. You know, yeah. that happened all the time. And I, I would just meet people online. And mm-hmm. card games, actually, physical card games, got me to actually go out, go to my local card shop, and chill with people. Like, I had to meet people in person. You had to physically be, be with people. Yeah. And because you're playing somebody that you're sitting across the table from, you have no choice but to, like, strike up some conversation. You can't just, like, be a wall even though you're playing against them and you want to win and they want to win, like you have to say something like, you, you, Oh yeah. It's, it's so awkward if you don't. Yeah. So I can it kind of, it gets you out of your shell a little bit. So that's why I've always loved card games. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so that's why, that's why I'm always excited for a new card game. Uh, I'm sick of Hearthstone. I love Hearthstone, but I'm sick of it. Um, I, you know, I played magic. Magic is, will always be there. I'll always love magic. I'll always play magic, but legends of Runeterra seems good. Love Riot. Love what they're doing over there at Riot with the lore and all the stories and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, and and going back to this uh, podcast, and we're not a specific type of podcast that's going to talk about tons of specific things. We're going to jump around. We're going to talk about things yeah. that we like. But I think uh, one of the things, and I hope everyone who's listening agrees, is that we're going to share experiences we've had um, about why we love games, why we, why game. we try to do this yeah. stuff. Um, or just like this whole conversation about our backgrounds and the fact that we weren't very personable or outgoing when we were younger. I still remember another story with the Xbox 360, um, college friends and stuff like that. We were able to play online and, you know, I remember going through a really bad breakup once and it was just tough to like sleep and to do all the stuff. You were just like so depressed about, you know, not being with someone that you thought was, you know, somebody that you were going to have along. Yeah. But you know what it was? We would play Lost Planet. I don't know if you remember Lost Planet. Oh yeah. I remember Lost Planet. But that game, um, that game came out like, 
uh, back in like I think 2006. During your breakup? And, that time? Well, it was like I mean I probably was a little after that. Like but. I gotta hear what what game did you play to get over the breakup? That's that's well, what we it wasn't know. about getting over the breakup. It was trying <laughs> to survive the time. So like I couldn't sleep, and that goes back. And the reason why this like pinged in my head was because of like you talking about staying up till like three in the morning, yeah, and then yeah. having to go to bed. Is that like we were all still kind of young? I was running a video game store at the time, so that I ran a video game store from Jelly two thousand five. What's that? said jelly I'm, I'm a little jealous you got to run a video game store like that's that's on my bucket list i don't know if i'm ever gonna get 2005 to, to 2007 yep, yep um so it was a short-lived run um i won't discuss the company or anything like that but uh they went out of business so um it was i i ran right into about 2008 actually but anyways um and it wasn't a chain store so it wasn't like i had my own store and it just failed um but i think you know, being able to play the game with friends online for like three or four hours at a time from like, I don't know, 9 p.m. to like one in the morning, two in the morning and just keep playing matches. It just got you not just stopping to think about what was happening in your life, but you were interacting with people and could have conversations that um, kept your mind going outside of it. Because yeah. trust me, even playing a game, you'll have that point where you're just you stop focusing about the game and you start thinking about things, but having conversations with people, um, keeps your mind off of all the bad stuff. And that's another reason why, you mm -hmm. know, it helped bring me to a point where it's like, Oh, I can play games online. And trust me, I personally hate playing games online because there's so much toxicity with people. I, I don't know what you're talking about. League of Legends is the most non-toxic game on the planet. Absolutely. Yeah, right. I, I agree. <laughs> and you know what? I also remember one time saying, I'm going to take a chance on Street Fighter um, online. <laughs> and I remember this Fighting games talking, are terrible. <laughs> talking so much crap. And I was just quiet. Um, I was like, but my like... I was like this. I was just like shaking and just like I want to just tell this person what I think. And I smoked him in two rounds and I just went <laughs> off on the guy and like told him like all these nasty things. And I said, wow. Oh, you I troll can't do you. <laughs> well, because I beat him. He was talking crap. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let but, my fighting speak for it. But he just is like so toxic that he yeah. got to me. And that that was the problem. So don't you try to get to me, trolls. I won't I won't do it. And, and let me just it. add. I, I'm wiser now. I'm actually just, I'm happy you brought that up too. Because I actually, one of the things I end all my YouTube videos with is stay positive. And then I say peace out. And um, I truly do mean that. Like when playing video games is probably one of the most challenging things to do while keeping a positive attitude, especially when you're on a team of players. So, um, it just mm -hmm. goes to show you. And again, like, like Joe said, you know, we are, we are going to talk a little bit about our experiences with, with video games and stuff. And especially in these first few podcasts, you know, we want you guys to really know who we are as, as podcasters and as people. And, um, there's a reason why we love video games. And these are just some of the reasons why we love video games. So absolutely. Um, all, all right, right, so so what's next? Uh, what's next on the docket? All right, so let's talk about uh, what's what's the wild rumors going around right now, and one of the biggest wild, wild rumors. Yeah, see, we're doing it. We're gonna <laughs> see what he did there. Here, see what we're he did there. Do that. So if you like that type of stuff, there'll be more coming. Don't worry about it. Um, so the way we work is we just look through news and articles and stuff and anything that catches our eye is what we're going to talk about 
and that's why I say we really don't have a structure per se. And what we found, who needs structure? In the case of saying like, hey, this is what we're always going to be talking about. It's going to be video game news, but it's going to be stuff that piques our interest. So I found this article about the new Xbox that's coming out um, at the end of this year. And the alleged wild rumor out there is that it's going to have the Steam and Epic Store built into the system. So... The way I read it was that you can switch to like a Windows 10 mode on your Xbox and you can launch the Steam or the Epic Store and you're logged in with your credentials and you can play the games that you currently own. Now, I don't know about you, but um, I have multiple gaming areas in my home and my PC is up in my studio slash like room personal room that i have here that you can see if you're watching it on the, the vodcast on youtube um but that's it and i have a secondary xbox that i connect up and then i'll bring the switch up if i want to stream switch games but downstairs in my living room i have my main xbox i have my switch that i bring down there and i have playstation as well so the problem is, is sometimes I'll buy games on both a Steam platform and, say, a PlayStation or an Xbox Waste of platform. money. Waste of money. Waste of money. Um, you're doing things twice. My perfect example of that is Dead by Daylight. Um, fun. Big fan of Dead by Daylight. Um, bought it on the Xbox. Got some of the characters up to level 50. And then I was like, I want to play it on my stream, but... People seem to be more interactive on the Steam side than they are on the Xbox side. So I got it on Steam as well. So I have a PC version of it. I have an Xbox version of it. I have different level characters in my PC version. I have different level characters on my Xbox version. Kind of a pain in the butt. Now, if this is true, since I already have a Steam account and I paid for games, um, I can buy games on Steam and I can choose to play it on my PC or I can choose to play it on my Xbox. So, but the same thing happens. You know, you're gonna you're only spending it once, and your uh, save games, all that stuff. So, so if, if if the room is correct, so Halo yes. Halo's on PC now, right? Halo, whatever they're on. Yes. Okay. So, if Halo, if you, all right, I'm just trying to think here because you, if you can already buy Halo on PC. I don't see why this would matter. I mean, because, like, it's almost like most people that have a piece, it's going to get them to not even want to buy an Xbox in the first place. I get, like, I totally get well, having Steam. I, I totally get the the uh, the ease of use now. Like, if you just want to switch from platform to platform, you don't have to worry about that. I get it. But it's like, I don't, I, especially because it's a Microsoft service, it's like, why bother buying the Xbox when you can just buy all the games on Steam anyways? Well valid point but here's my argument depending on the price point okay of the xbox uh, x series console the console not the games the console the console okay you're going to probably get quality graphics at a fraction of the cost it would be to build a pc in my opinion if 
The system comes out okay. at around $500. Now, if the system comes out at $500, let's say, which is where I think their base system is going to come. My personal opinion is that they're calling it a series. So I think they're going to be tiers. I think there's going to be like a digital oh, only yeah. tier that's going to yeah. be like $400. Then yeah. there's going to be your standard tier, which is $500 that comes yeah. with a disc drive and blu-ray or whatever and then you're gonna have your like i wanna i wanna blow everything i have on the system which would probably be six hundred dollars maybe vr maybe just drive space maybe it's a 500 gig model for the five hundred dollars so it's it's a a terabyte model pc gamers that isn't a pc exactly and i think that's huge because if you want to play games like halo you want to play games like call of duty but you're I don't even know if you're going to be able to use a keyboard and mouse. I didn't really see if it said anything about that, but I would assume you could. I feel which like is another nowadays big thing. you can have any peripheral work with anything. Like it's not. Yeah, not but hard. I think that's huge though if that is the case because that's always been a big thing between console gamers and PC keyboard. gamers is people want keyboard and mouse versus a controller. This merges everything together possibly, and if people can spend four or five hundred dollars on a console that can give them graphics of a of a PC that probably would cost them double that. Um, why not? And I just, I, again, I just think, I think it's like at that point, why bother? Screw Xbox. In general, why bother buying a console? Like, let's say all the consoles work. But with that's Steam. exactly my point. I just gave you the valid point. It's the point of, I uh, can save five to $700 on building my own PC or going to a place like Best Buy or Dell or Alienware, which is part of Dell in buying it you know yeah, what i mean i can buy an xbox right, and i so, can go on the steam store and i can buy a pc game and then when i actually have enough money to buy a pc if i wanted to okay so let's then i could go way. that route are we sure whether or not this new xbox is going to actually have like a windows os to, to the point where you can do like word on it like let's use word as an example. no i think this is completely i think this is completely strictly gaming stuff All right, so but that's the whole point of this it's not like listen you could go out right now and you could buy a pc for 299 dollars and it won't game for shit but it will be able to play a word processing stuff. app it'll be able to run a word processing app this is for somebody who doesn't have the money to build their own pc doesn't have the money to buy a pc um from a, a market like Best Buy or stuff that can game, in my you're mind, spe- saving money. Like, let's say it's five hundred, like you said, right? You can't get and a then, PC, in my opinion, that will play the quality Xbox will be able to play for five hundred dollars. No, I now agree. once again, speculation on all of this, guys. I don't know the price point for Xbox X. Yeah, five hundred. I don't is not know confirmed. if this is. <laughs> I don't know if this is the case, but with my knowledge and what I've seen and how consoles have been done in the past, I. I have to believe that their yeah. like standard price point for like everything that you kind of would want for a piece uh, for a, a, a system is going to be $500. So let's, let's switch the topic then to, to that right there is the price point. And let's, let's take it back a, a little to the PS3. Okay. If we all mm-hmm. remember the PS3 releasing, and I think I saw another article rumored on the Xbox of it being 8k supposedly being able to do 8k and 120 FPS. I was just talking to Razor about this the other day. Did you yeah, see that? Yeah, I mean, I haven't, but that's so ridiculous if it can that do would, that. And that, that would be ridiculous. It... Well, here's my concern now. And now they're saying it can do Steam. So this does, if they're going more towards the let's make it like a computer type deal, but obviously, you know, like you said, no Word and stuff like that. So it's not fully a computer. If they're heading in that direction to have a really good GPU, et cetera, et cetera, then I get the PS3 concerns. 
which is, oh my God, look at this cool system that's way freaking better than everything else with a cell processor. Let's sell it for a ridiculous amount of money to start and then it gets shit on. Like it literally, it did terrible because of the price point. And now with everything I'm seeing on the Xbox, I'm starting to think, okay, this Xbox might not be 500. It might be six or 700. And then the PS4 is going to come in 100 or $200 lower than it. And then it's going to get screwed. No, see, so, I think that's where you're wrong because something like this already happened, which you're talking about actually happened with the Xbox One. So the Xbox One was not as powerful as the PlayStation 4. And the price point was $100 more. The PlayStation 4 came out cheaper than the Xbox. Well, no. One. So, okay, no, no, no. What but that's I'm what I'm saying. saying. But what I'm saying there is the fact that if, and that's why I say if you look at it, fundamentally guys right now it is january 18th as we're recording this podcast you will be able to go back to this and i want to say june because they will release a price point in june i am telling you what is going to happen because i have lived this all right in the future listen let me get my uh swami hat on because cover my bald head up and be able to predict the future for you guys at e3 there will be a price point. I guarantee you that there will be a price point. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I mean, I can make both predictions. I'll live with the fact that I was wrong. Because the other thing that's been happening lately is that they've been holding their own stuff. So for all I know, Microsoft might even hold their own little thing before E3 just to release a price point. Just to mess with people to get them hyped, right? But my whole thing is... is A lot of people are calling this, and even Microsoft, to my knowledge, is calling it the Xbox X series. And I don't know if you know the definition of a series, but that means there's multiple things in it. And that's why I'm saying to you, man, they're going to price point multiple Uh, Xbox I get it. I get it. I get it. So there's going to be none of that. There's not going to be anything where you're going to have an Xbox that's going to be overpriced or underpriced to a PlayStation 5. You're going to have three. So how many uh, versions do you think they're going to roll out when it first starts? They're going to roll three out to start. So they're going to roll out a digital only. Nope. So they're going to do a digital only version that's going to have a 500 gig hard drive that's going to be priced at 400 or 450 that's my guess okay these are all guesses mm-hmm. they're going to have your standard market price 500 system comes with your disk drive comes with a 500 gig hard drive with expandable storage like the ones have now 500 mm-hmm. then they're going to have the coup de gras 600 plus system that's going to have the drive going to have the hard drive uh the the disk drive the one terabyte hard drive and then maybe some vr stuff i don't know i i i'm not 100 sure where they are on vr but they're going to have all the bells and whistles and that one's going to be price point between six and seven hundred dollars my guess is all right well i think i let's table the the xbox versus playstation discussion for for another podcast because uh I do want to get back to the the Steam a little bit here too. Um, okay. What well, do you, you can see Steam coming off my head? I know, I know, I know, dude. Box. That's what I'm saying. If we if yeah. we get into this too much more, it's gonna go on for. We're gonna have a whole Forget. other hour discussion on Microsoft Xbox. Forget your positivity so, today. Yeah. <laughs> no more positivity now. No more positivity. Right. The gloves are so, off. So so I guess my my final question here with the Steam on Xbox mm-hmm. is, and I saw an article about this, uh, di- totally different article. Uh, and I don't remember where it was, so it's not going to be in the description, unfortunately, but it mentioned something about is, are we at an era where maybe consoles go away because of how much they seem to be merging with something like a PC? 
I personally think that's not the case. Uh, I think people are ridiculous to even think that. I think just the way that consoles operate is going to be different, like the cloud, for example. Um, but it wouldn't. It would still be something that you purchase, like a subscription to the cloud, and you have access to, you know, 8K games or whatever it may be, or virtual reality. So, um, what are your, what are your, do you think the whole Steam on Xbox thing plays towards that thinking of the physical console is, is going to go bye bye or? No, because you're playing it on a physical console. You're no, no, I, I know, but like, I mean, let's like Steam, because Steam to me yeah. is something that could be on the cloud. Steam is like one of the first things I think is going to be a, almost like a platform on the cloud. Kind of like what they're trying to do with that Google system. Stadia? Uh, yeah, oh, the great Stadia. That's so awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, that everyone's been <laughs> crapping on. Yeah. Hey, listen, I mean, good for them to try it out. Uh, you're going to have fail failures in, in life, and Google has enough money to fail at this, but they're going to learn a hell of a lot. But the thing that they're going to miss out on is I think people like Microsoft and Steam and those places are going to see it and be like, okay, what can we learn from their mistakes? And yeah, it's possible cloud gaming is going to be there and it's going to be whether it's console or through a PC, I think everything's still going to be there. I don't think anything's ever going to be truly eliminated. Um, I don't think so either. If it was, they wouldn't be making a PS5 or an Xbox uh, X series, but... um, if anything, Talking I think they it. might build it into like like now you can buy a TV that has the, the hardware in like built into it for the capabilities of gaming, right? Something yep. like that. But it's still you're still buying hardware. You're still buying yeah. a console. It just happens to have a television attached to it. So exactly, even if it's a flat, you know, see through glass console that you can fold up and put in your pocket, you know, whatever it is, yeah. it's still going to be there. So right. All right, let's let's get on to Nintendo now. We're we're on the yeah. the console conversation. Um, so I guess you had you had actually found this article as well on on Nintendo. Yeah. Um, so I'm usually so the one it. who finds the articles because uh, just so you guys know, SJW doesn't know how to read very well. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, just I'm a little joke. illiterate, guys. I spell backwards. <laughs> you know what happens. <laughs> um. So if you're big into like handheld gaming and then being able to connect it up again, like the Switch is made for. Um, you're going to love this news and this is kind of dated now. So most of you already know this, but at CES, Dell's Alienware division, um, showed off a portable PC that looks pretty much like a Nintendo switch. I mean, if there's, uh, any patents for the switch, well, there's going to be a lawsuit. <laughs> there's going to be a lawsuit because it looks pretty identical to a Nintendo Switch. Uh, they're calling it the concept UFO, which is pretty cool. For you YouTubers, opinion. I'm actually going to I'm gonna move this browser window over so you can see this. Uh, it, it's nuts. It literally looks exactly like the Switch. It so looks like a you, Switch. It, if you guys a, are looking on YouTube, you can see a picture of it. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. And um, they unveiled it back uh, on the 7th of this month. And I mean, wow. Like... It's just looking at the specs here. Uh, it's an eight-inch screen, has a 1200p resolution. Um, the Switch only has a 720p screen, so that's that's pretty big. It's a 6.2-inch screen for the Twitch, uh, for the Switch. Excuse me. I'm thinking Twitch now for some Twitch, reason. Like Switch. I was gonna, no, I was gonna, I was almost gonna stream today too, but then I ended up cleaning some of my house instead, make my wife happy. So there you go. Uh, you gotta do what you gotta uh, so, do sometimes. <laughs> so the Switch is a 6.2-inch screen at 720p. 
the UFO is eight inches at twelve hundred p resolution. The UFO. Um, the UFO, which is what they're calling it. Such an um, ominous name. And it's it's got the ability to have a stand, so you can play with a controller as well. Um, just like the Switch, man. If you're thinking about this system, think about a portable computer that plays like the Switch. And I personally, I haven't even gotten the Switch yet. I'm kind of pissed at myself for not getting the Switch yet because I know I'd love it. Although I know I'd waste a lot more time playing games when I should be making content. But what I will say is I love Nintendo and I love that they did that with, with that console. I think it's an amazing idea. I think it's amazing that somebody else is not competing in the same space. So I think that's good for gaming overall. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I having the ability to just like play. I, I don't know about you guys. I like, like who doesn't like laying in bed and then staying up until 2 a.m. doing shit on their phone because they can't stop scrolling on Instagram. Everybody's had that night where you can't go to sleep because you just scroll endlessly on your phone. That's like what these systems will do. You bring it in bed with you, and all of a sudden now you're up for three hours playing a video game because you're laying in bed playing a video game. So I do like that. They don't have much on official specs or um, past the concept stage of the production of it and everything like that. So they just showed something off. Um, but it's, it's, it is an amazing concept. Uh, it is kind of a, a huge move in PC gaming because, you know, laptops these days, they're starting to get thinner, but they're still kind of bulky. This, this puts us to a whole new level of gaming, um, you know, that we could have only dreamed upon. Oh, back in the nineties. Jesus. Oh. Late 90s, imagining playing like what Grand Theft Auto 5 is today on a handheld, we yeah, would, that and, wouldn't even have been in the realm of possibility. Yeah, and as from, from what all I can read here, it is uh, going to use a 10th generation Intel processor. That's um, what I just saw too, yeah. But they're not detailing which model it's going to be. I mean, all these cool little things here. Um, they have, uh, they're using a, an Intel graphics unit um, as well, so... You have that. Um, the only the PG only unfortunate one. part is if it's if anything Intel is attached to this, that leads me to believe the price point will be significantly higher than Nintendo, which is a pain, which is not cool because Nintendo. One of the marketing concepts with Nintendo is that their systems are always marketed way lower of a price. So well, it's because it's a family machine. It's exactly. made for people's families, so you want it to be affordable so kids can play it. Um, that's I just hope I they don't. It. I just hope they don't price this system out of the competition, is what I'm saying. Because I, I, I don't think it's competition. But see, that's where you're where you're getting mixed up. You again. don't think don't the think Switch is competition? competition? I don't think the Switch is competition. I don't. I think this. Do is Do you the think next this is level. competition? Do you think it's competition in the gaming market as a whole, like Nintendo versus PlayStation versus Microsoft versus Alienware? Do you think that's a thing? No, I don't. Because look at it like this, okay. People who want a game on a PC but are kind of like, hey, I don't want to use my laptop. I I think it's too bulky. It's too big. But I want to play games that I could get on my PC in my hand. This is what it's made for. Nintendo Switch will only have Switch games on it. 
anything made for that publisher. Yeah, that's but a this good point. is a PC handheld, which means that you should be able to get Steam. You should be able to get the Epic Store. So the games that you say, play Nintendo's on your custom very build, like segmented, like Nintendo only. This is it's like it's like the Apple of video games. It's like Nintendo only Nintendo. Exactly, and that's yeah. why it's not why I don't define it as competition because Nintendo, yeah, in I my agree. opinion, is a niche market. It is like yeah, you're, I agree. You're your family you're going you're after either families. a pokemon fan or you're not and everybody's a pokemon fan <laughs> so <laughs> i don't have sword or shield yet so yeah i haven't I played mean, it yet either i just haven't that. had the time or the money to invest in it but it, it's mainly i the do want to get it it's know? not enough time in the world to play all the freaking video games that are out absolutely all right so so last up the the moment you've all been waiting for, which actually probably not because it's bad news instead of good it's news. It's really bad news, guys. Uh, so if I'm excited for Legends of Runeterra, I am probably the only thing in video gaming that I am more excited and have been more excited for the last 20 years is the Final Fantasy VII Remake. And... <laughs> The, like, literally 20 years. This game came out in 1997, okay? The original Final Fantasy. Since, like, 2000, when Final Fantasy X came out, or 2001, so give or take. Since Final Fantasy X came out, everybody was like, oh, my God, look at these graphics. They're like, let's do Final Fantasy VII with these graphics. Ever since that day, I've been waiting for Final Fantasy VII to come out with some bomb-ass graphics. And it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. It was happening March 3rd. And now it's not pissed. Well, I am pissed. Wait more. You're gonna have it's, to wait some more, but yeah, not too much longer. It's, it's not bad. This is, is nice. the this is the lesser of the three. This one's April 10th. Okay, so right. they so they March 3rd to April 10th. Yeah, they gave the whole spiel bad. of you know we've been waiting really... years for this. What's another month? Yeah, I won't. Yeah, that's what everybody said after the first 10 years. They're like, what's another three years? And then after 13 years, they're like, what's another five years? Like. <laughs> Yeah, but the thing is, is that this is a reality now. We have gameplay. We have actual, like, yep. you know, tangible stuff. So chances are April will be the month that Final Fantasy VII finally reigns supreme. And, oh, you know, the cool thing wait. about it, too, is they're they're changing up how the game played. So not only are yes. they remaking it, but they're changing the it dynamics. Kind of like... Kind of like what they're doing with the Resident Evil 3 game. So Resident Evil 3 is going to be remade by Capcom. And they're remaking, they're changing it up a little bit. So yep. I don't know. I guess I'm cool with that because I'm you get okay. the remake. Yeah. You get the story, but you get a little bit more. Um, if you're big into the lore, you know, there's a little bit, you know, a little bit lore there that you can kind of delve into. I was always huge into the Resident Evil stuff. So to find out more about um, the background of like characters and stuff like that was yeah. always big for me. So whatever they change up, if it is a little bit more on story plus game mechanics, I'm all for it. I'm, and I'm okay with it because like you said, what's another month? At this point, that actually holds true. Before it was a joke about waiting extra years, but for it to have been you know 20 plus years and we're one month you know extra i'd rather them get those last you know shadings and color changes down to have everything look perfect than rush it a month earlier right. so i'm cool with it but it is yeah, you know yeah. tier... cloud's hair needs to be perfect clouds so. yeah clouds hair needs to be majestic okay and it will be very majestic all right next up we have marvel's avengers uh so this is this is very much a square enix uh bad news bears yeah, with that, yeah, and uh, one well, of Spider Man's not in it, but I one just of was, like, yeah, but one of Marvel Joe's shirt. favorite favorite Avengers, Spider Man. 
Um, it was supposed to be in May. No, no exact dates here, but it was supposed to be May, and now it will be September. And I mean, I'm this is the of these three that we're discussing right now. This is the one I'm least excited for. But me too. I, Believe it or not, me too. But it's yeah, kind of funny. Um, it feels so, gimmicky. I don't know. Well, not only that, but I think one of my favorite uh, memes when they released this game um at e3 last year as like a showing it off was um you're younger than me so you might not get this reference and i don't know what our i'm 19 for anybody listening lies um (laughs) any grouping that that uh listen to this podcast so there was a movie called Spaceballs. And I don't know if you ever saw it. Have you ever seen that movie? Oh yes, I've seen it. You think I'm not old enough to have seen Spaceballs? I don't say that you're oh, not old enough to see Jesus. Spaceballs. It just might not be part of your it's, encyclopedia. What was it of like '94 or something? It came out, or was it in the '80s? No, Mike. No, that was uh, the '80s, brother. Sorry. Wow, is that old? I mean, I did see it, but I didn't yeah. know it was that old. I thought it was yeah. like early '90s. So, um, Damn. I'll get you the time right now. We we'll we'll do this live. So. Uh, <laughs> Cause that's how I am. So Spaceballs, nineteen eighty seven. Oh wow, that's yeah, that's older than I thought it was. But yes, I've seen yeah, Spaceballs. So there is a part where they capture the protagonists, and they happen to be all their stunt doubles. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, they captured yeah. all their stunt doubles. That's pretty much what everyone was memeing about. Because if you look at, and I just dropped uh, Morty from Rick and Morty. Uh, he <laughs> oh, he's all the way in the back now. I can't get him. Morty's going to stay on the floor. Of, but I, of my, course, Rick and my, Morty my comes up while fell. we're talking about space balls. My knee six fell. <laughs> yep. So anyways, if you look at the faces, everyone was expecting it to be the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like modeled after Robert Downey Jr., Chris Hemsworth, all those people. But yeah. they weren't. So people are like, oh, look, it's their their stunt doubles are basically playing this game. So that kind of actually turned me off from the game, believe it or not, which I think is weird, but, um, yeah, no, I agree. I'm not super excited be... about it as much as I would be about the Spider-Man game that came out for the PS4. And, um, wait, is this one, is this one the one that's supposed to be an MMO? No, it's not. An no. MMO. What's the one, what's the one that's an MMO that came out? Is it Marvel the, or Marvel's wait, no MCU. Was it MCU? No, there was a game. I can't remember the exact name of it. Um, but it's no longer with us, actually. It, it shut, they shut their doors down, uh, which I really? thought was really yeah. Oh, Marvel Heroes. Marvel Heroes. Yep. Um, I actually spent money on that game. So this is kind of one of those things where, it, like, it was a free to play MMO. Oh, it was free to play. Yes, you could buy. Right. And you could buy stuff like I bought the Spider-Man pack when he came to the MCU for the first time. So I had the Tom Holland Spider-Man skins and all that stuff. Can we just take a second to recognize too? We had the free-to-play discussion in the last podcast. Can we just take a second to realize that the Clash of Clans made a crap ton of money as a free-to-play game, but somehow a Marvel free-to-play MMO RPG tanked. Like, like Clash of Clans is such a simple idea. Marvel is like, oh my god, you can be Spider-Man and level up your skills and go to, like, all these cities and save the world. Nope. <laughs> no, sorry, we're not interested. Sorry. <laughs> all right, and last up, last up, we got Cyberpunk 2070. I'm definitely getting this game. I am getting Keanu. this game. Keanu freaking Reeves is in this game. I'm getting this game. Except now I'm getting it a few months later. <laughs> so we're ne- this one's going from April to September 17th, which stinks. So a lot of stuff is moving to September. But now at least this gives me time to beat 
the Final Fantasy VII uh, remastered the remake by the time cyberpunk comes out because i cannot get both at the same time and, and not you know lose my job so yeah i mean <laughs> you know maybe this time around i'll actually beat the ruby weapon i was able to beat emerald weapon but oh well actually fun ruby. fact fun yeah. fact so you might not know this then with uh final fantasy and i don't know if anybody you know listening has heard this or not but they are releasing multiple like discs so this first one is only going to be just in Midgar in the beginning of the game, and then it's done. So then they're going to release a second one. So the game the game itself is probably going to be much longer for each third of the game. They're doing three, but they're going to release it as a trilogy, as the yeah. whole game. So similar to how, if you remember, the very first one that came out was three discs. Yeah. But you just had to change the disc. Now right. it's just you need to buy a whole new game, which kind of, you know, it's definitely a money-making tactic. But if they do it correctly and the first one is as bomb as i think it will be then i don't think anybody is going to have any issues paying for three you know separate games to get the entire final fantasy experience but it needs to it needs to wreck though it needs to like blow everybody's mind if it doesn't it's gonna get shit on and nobody's gonna buy the follow-ups yeah so they're gonna be really careful pretty rough it's 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 either it's like a full they're risking it all on, you know, blue 22 game. or black 22. And if they don't hit black 22, then they're, they're screwed. They ain't going to win nothing. So, um, so we'll see how that goes, but I am excited for the game. And, uh, that's the unfortunate news that we have for you guys at the end here. So, yeah. um, anything else you want to add? Well, I hate ending on a somber note, but yeah. unfortunately that's positivity. We got gotta... to be positive. <laughs> I'm going to be the ER of the group and just be bringing it. <laughs> we got to but... stay positive that they're not going to change the dates again. How's that? That's what, that's what we're going to stay positive about. So come, come the end of February, we're not getting another announcement and we're not having another podcast that, Hey, final fantasy is delayed until 2022 now. And cyberpunk 2077 is delayed it's until 2077. <laughs> <laughs> See, you knew where I was going with that. I knew, I knew what was up. So, so. That, let's say positive. That's not going to happen. <laughs> exactly. So once again, I want to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. Hopefully you had as just as good of a time as we did. Um, and once again, if you don't mind rating us five stars, we'd like that. And some nice comments below, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel as well, because you know, you like to watch us on video, right? Maybe, maybe. I not. mean, I who or just our gossip tones or just, why wouldn't you want to look at these beautiful faces right here? Look at this. Yeah. yeah. Oh yep. yeah. And then I see your Dragon Ball <laughs> Z shirt. So you yeah, obviously, that. which, oh, yeah. which Dragon Ball Z Kakarot dropped. Uh, so uh, oh yes oh, dude, i'm so mad i, I gotta get watch that some right of life. those i gotta watch uh, that on twitch to see how it is and maybe yep. i'll pick it up i'm a huge yep, dragon yep, ball yep, fan yep. i might, I might pick that well. up too that's more of like a storyline right like rpg i think so and that's why yeah. i want to watch it it is definitely rpg based uh you can level up kakarot in different ways um yep. so i'm gonna probably watch that on twitch um and once again we are twitch streamers so my handle is rough house plays i am on God, it's tough because life has been difficult these past few weeks. I try to be Tuesday, Thursdays, and Fridays. I try to start around 7 o'clock and go to whenever. Uh, I know right now my Twitch channel says otherwise, but I'm trying to fix that and work out a schedule that gives me a little bit better of a work-life balance because work has been uh, taking over a lot of my time, so I haven't had time to stream. And SJW, why don't you throw out your times as well? 
Uh, I do Monday, Friday at uh, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And then Saturdays at 10 a.m. until 12 p.m. usually. Uh, and I will say starting next Friday. So Monday I'll be streaming, you know, who knows what, Rocket League, League of Legends, I don't know. But next Friday I will probably strictly be streaming Legends of Runeterra for at least a little while. Uh, maybe throw some Hearthstone in there just to remind myself of how bad that game currently is and how great Legends of Runeterra hopefully will be. So, um, so yeah, come check me out. I got a YouTube channel as well. You can check out that. And, um, yeah, um, uh, I had a blast, man. So, yeah, so, um, just so you guys know, uh, since you said it, I am currently playing Meteor Fall Crewman's Tale, which is a card oh, yes. game yep. as well. Um, that's what I've been playing lately, and that's what I'll probably continue to play. But <laughs> once again, I want to thank everyone for coming on this wonderful adventure with us. We will be back next week with God knows what, but we will be back next week. <laughs> I want to thank everyone for wilding out with us, and uh, we will see you next week. Peace out. Keep it wild, everybody. <laughs>